0: A wig it's hot local singles welcome to hot local singles it's the love line hi listener hi <laughs> hey, listener i'm josh it's
1: valentine's day oh
0: this is one that's right it is valentine's day approximately and we're here to help um Rough time for many people. Mm-hmm.
1: Probably the worst Valentine's Day in history.
0: Yeah, safe Let's to just say. say that. Yeah. So super upbeat show.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's not, yeah.
1: No, no, no. We're sexy. We're, we're going to be sexy tonight. We're going to answer all oh,
0: your questions. About sex. Really talk deep and slow. Cock. Yeah, and cock. Oh. <laughs> 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 no, but seriously, we got a,
1: like eight questions about sex, romance. And really some heavy stuff, but also some light stuff, and we're gonna try our best to help you guys,
0: yeah, I think we um have empathy for example um yeah. <laughs> I also think everyone who asked us questions kind of knows how our brains work by now, I would hope yeah, so I yeah, I'm feeling confident but respectful <laughs>
1: <laughs> we should have like a little like uh legal disclaimer that we're not. <laughs> professionals in the field of sex education or even <sighs> mental health and emotional counseling please seek real help right after you listen to the entire of <laughs> this episode <though>. yeah. <laughs> make sure you that's finish right. the episode before you call the therapist
0: yeah so no music today but we are going to do a hot and local episode much sooner than you think that's coming yeah. up this week in fact so stay tuned for that but in the meantime let's do our first question Mm -hmm. Hi, Juan X Josh. Very Chloe and Hallie. Am I a raging H-word, F-word, that's horny faggot, for wanting more nudes (laughs) from my boyfriend, even though I saved every single one he's ever sent me? I feel like he's turned a camera shy, so I'm scared to ask. (laughs) But we are long distance, and I want.
1: No, and dot, 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 I want.
0: And dot, 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 <laughs> I want. And by the way, that was scared with a W. <laughs> yeah. This person's on our Discord, safe to say. Give me the strength to resist my urges, kings. Love the show, besties. Heart. Heart. Okay, so we have a shy boy on our hands. Long distance relationship. He wants nudes, mm-hmm. and his boyfriend has kind of maybe taken a mental turn for the worse, or just kind of isn't in the mood lately, which is yeah, possible yeah, shy. What do you say? What did we say about this?
1: I don't know. I've never had a long distance relationship. So I've never been in this particular exact situation. I have had like flings with people online. Shout out to the listeners by listening to this. <laughs> um, Is that true? And Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know if he listens. <laughs> he used to at some point. So. And so that's like the only case of sending you nudes that I've had in my life. It was never like an issue because yeah. we only existed Distance, so it was like set up from the beginning. But if I had to like advise based on my like limited expert like experience about this, is I think that when it comes to nudes and shit, it's all about the time and the place. It's all about like, for me at least, I think I'm a bit camera shy, so I can speak from maybe your boyfriend's perspective a bit. Mm. It's all about like time and place, the circumstances, what is he up to at the time of you asking? So, what I my advice would be is to firstly play the long game. So what you have to do is you yourself initiate the nude sending, maybe normalize it, romanticize and um, glorify the act of sending nudes and make it like a thing that just happens casually. And then the second thing that I would really consider is if it's like 8 a.m. on a Monday, he probably won't be saying anything new. So you have to really consider, like, maybe you should ask him on a Friday when you know he's drinking, he's had a glass of wine already. You guys are probably texting in bed, and it's like, oh, what are you up to? Maybe kind of like those vibes. I think I would say is the the safest way. I don't know if he should ask explicitly, though. What do you think? I wonder if it's
0: about the saving in a way. Mm. He says he saved every picture. I wonder if it would be less of a scary thing for his boyfriend if they started sending them on Instagram right, like right, temporary right, right. ones or even Snapchat. I don't I don't like I don't really care what app you use. But there are options <laughs> for not saving them. And maybe yeah. that would help with the frequency of them too, because maybe he's uncomfortable mm. with them kind of existing forever, which is honestly fair. Yeah, yeah. But that's hard. Like I, I've never had a long distance relationship, so I would, want, I would want to send nudes to, like, constantly. Yeah. I would actually really feel like something's missing without it, I think. But at the same time, you can't make him do anything if he's not feeling himself. Yeah, like, exactly. That yeah. really sucks. Like, everyone kind of relates to that, or has felt like that at least once in the past year. And if he's not feeling himself, if you, like, somehow convince him to take pics or, like, send so many that he feels like he has to what you get won't be as satisfying as what you remember. Totally. You know? Because, it, it, like, you have to be really in it to send one. Mm-hmm. You have to really yeah. be feeling yourself.
1: The act of sending a nude is a bit challenging, to say the least, especially in these times of
0: fatness yeah. that we are all going through. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the strength to resist my urges, he says. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't. I can't.
1: Um, I mean, with that, the only thing I say is uh, jerk off to porn pornography yeah that is in your boyfriend's
0: pics send your pics first i think that's the key in this case yeah get in the habit of it like every night even Mm -hmm. i mean you should ask him also like you should ask him if he's comfortable with it but Mm -hmm. you initiate it and i think something will happen
1: Realistically, the like, like the mature advice would be, yeah, communicate and ask him. I, I can see how like explicitly asking can take away a bit of the, whatever. But if it becomes an issue, you should probably ask explicitly. Be like, hey, blah blah blah. But what we said, yeah, if you just initiate it, you open the gates for it to be just like a normal thing. That even happens. like,
0: even like, is it okay if I send this? You know, yeah. like you can phrase it that way too. I think, but if he's not down. That sucks. How do
1: you resist the urge? Yeah, I'm really sorry. That really sucks. But I would We're acting like, a, he's dying. Terminal. Terminal horniness. I mean, it sounds like it might I be. I
0: mean, I mean, I mean, I mean. Okay, next no, question. Just
1: bust a nut. Bust the nut.
0: <laughs> next question. Thanks, listener. <laughs> yes, Update thanks. us if you want. We'll do it. We'll maybe do this again.
1: Oh, yeah, cute. Okay. Should I read the next one?
0: Go for it, yeah.
1: So the next one is for our heterosexuals out there. Yay, everyone. (laughs) Applause. (laughs) The crowd goes wild. (laughs) (laughs) My boyfriend became best friends with his long-term ex-girlfriend around the time we started dating. I'm still struggling to adjust to this, but want to be with him. How do I play it cool? He says I have to let go. She started dating a friend of Mm -hmm. his, and they hang out as well. How do I not be completely weirded out and stop seeing her as a threat to our relationship, even though she tried to get back together with them before they became friends? I think he's a great guy. Help.
0: (laughs) Just to clarify, he said that our writer has to let it go. Yeah, sorry, yeah. Not let go. Yeah, so that's... Yeah. I can't say I love his tone there, honestly. Right, yeah, yeah. He starts hanging out with his ex around the time you start dating. I mean, I think it's pretty obvious why all of that would make you upset, dear writer. Mm -hmm. You're asking us, how do I not be completely weirded out? I mean, I don't think I would be feeling fine. Mm -hmm. Like, I think it's ripe for paranoia, and it's a bad look to be paranoid, but I think it's on him for continuing to put you in those situations. And he doesn't really sound like he's seeing it from your perspective at all, you know. Mm-hmm. What do you think?
1: I think yeah, what you said first. I think jealousy, especially with exes, is like the most incredibly normal thing to feel, mm-hmm. like especially with someone's ex. I feel like mm, it's 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 hard. I I think it's like it sounds like you've already vocalized your concerns to your boyfriend, and he's responded to that. By saying like don't push it too much, and I do get a bit of the boyfriend's perspective in this, in the sense that after Mm -hmm. a certain point, if he is truthful, and let's assume that he is about it, just being a friendship, after a certain point, the paranoia becomes debilitating for the relationship. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I think it's like normal. I think it's it's good that you're jealous. It means that you care about him, you like him enough to be jealous. So that's good. It's a good sign. like the okay. only advice that I could give if the circumstances just don't change, if he's gonna keep friend like being friends with her, this is gonna be sound controversial, but I would say you have to you should befriend her too. <laughs> <laughs> keep your enemies closer.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> That's kind of right, honestly.
1: Right? And I always say this, and I did this with my exes, or like one of my exes, someone that I had like, just had like mythologized in my head. What you need to do is like become friends with them. And that way you're kind of like taming that insecurity. Like you start seeing her as a friend, as a human. I think you just have to see her as a human and then maybe... Because yeah, the paranoia you can't control the paranoia. Just like jealousy is the worst. For the jealous person, it's the worst thing you
0: can ever f- feel. Yeah. And, and she needs to see our writer as a person too. That's equally important. Mm-hmm. Um because yeah, by the true. sounds of it, she is interested because she tried to get back with him before yeah. they became friends, whatever that means in terms of time. But I wonder
1: what the timeline is.
0: I know, that's you think, a huge yeah. detail. Oh wait, she's dating a friend. So like it sounds like they're all okay. kind of all hanging out, and like, yeah, get mm-hmm. in there, girl. Like, you need to hang out yeah. with that crew too. Mm-hmm. Like, telling your partner not to hang out with someone is a worst case scenario. Yeah, like, that's I like a kiss of death. I think so. Hopefully, it doesn't come to that.
1: <laughs> because, like, I like I feel like we've all been there where we want to do that, but the second you say that, it just it just doesn't. It just it it'll for the part of it, It'll feel like you're like trampling on their freedom. So it just doesn't, yes. it's just not good.
0: It's not good. So it's not a fair situation for you to be in, but I do think you can make it more fun for yourself by um, becoming friends with these seemingly random people.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Very incestuous situation that's happening here.
0: Yeah, maybe you'll all end up hooking up or something.
1: Yeah, maybe she'll end up dating the (laughs) ex-girlfriend.
0: Okay, I wasn't (laughs) leaning in that direction, but that could actually be tea. It is a gay podcast, don't forget it. Don't forget
1: it. Also, I did write this down, which I think is really important. Remember that your boyfriend actively chose not to get back with her. Mm. You know, she tried to get back with him and he chose not to. So he might really be over it. Um, Wow, you are
0: so smart.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, because I do believe this is... I've never had this situation, but I've had a situation where like I... Like, I've had as some, like, like yeah, like my ex, I like just had a really hard time. And I realized that it's really as simple as just befriending him. That's it. Hmm. Like, it really, it sounds like really hard. But once you like make like a monster into a human, things will be much easier.
0: I mean, yeah, I guess at this rate, we're talking about like a Zoom convo, all four of them. But you know, <laughs> yeah, true. Can.
1: <laughs> what are they going to do? Like, whatever like, works. Hey, girl, doing a FaceTime.
0: Group <laughs> chat. Is that deranged? <laughs> Jesus. It's tough. What about a foursome? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, once they meet up in person, it's over. Like, I mean, it's on. It's not over.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But we wish you the best, then. It kind of sucks that you're in a situation, but that's dating nowadays. I feel like just what happens.
0: Ultimately, it's nice that your boyfriend doesn't have such toxic relationships that, like, he can't talk to his exes. Yeah.
1: Snap, snap, snap. I think that speaks well about, Yeah.
0: So maybe he does sound like a great guy, actually. I was, like, debating that line, but you think he's a great guy, and I think you should stick with that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it's right to be cautious, especially guys in a guy-girl situation. I think you're right for that.
0: Sexist?
1: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) No, no, cautious of the guy. So reverse sexist.
0: No, yeah, I (laughs) know. (laughs) Sexist.
1: But thanks for messaging us, and we hope the the best for you and your boyfriend
0: yeah how was that advice listener rate us five stars on itunes please (laughs) we're doing our best (laughs) tell your therapist about us yeah shit's about to get gay so buckle up Mm -hmm. third question here Mm -hmm. starts with kind of like an asl vibe male mid-twenties gay closeted
1: this is like not sorry, a question this is like hot local singles in your in your area male yeah. <laughs> gay closet anyways keep going
0: not a question but i would like some advice or rather words of comfort i've never had a formal relationship with anyone before and i've been trying to figure out why i don't know if it's me my appearance body i'm a little chubby right now is the right person yet to come in my life or is it something deeper like my own subconscious telling me it's not honest to myself to have something romantically meaningful because I can't share openly with the world and my family. So that's one part. Mm -hmm. I've also struggled to have an active sexual life. I don't like using the apps. I would like to be more open for sex, but I don't want meaningless sexual encounters that would give me just fleeting gratification or bad experiences. I often prefer to not have sex, and I'm fearing my years to be a hoe are passing by. (laughs) (laughs) Snap. And of course, meeting real people now is even harder, since we can't have social life outdoors. Mm -hmm. Yours truly, a hot local single.
1: This is a hard one, yeah.
0: So there's a few parts, right? It's, I've never had a formal relationship, and why is that? Mm -hmm. And then also... All the stuff of, like, the apps being used for sex, all the stuff of time passing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> of the whole years. It's a
0: 3 question. Away.
1: What do you say to that? I, I feel like the person who asked this question is going to hate me for this, okay. but this probably goes back to being closeted. And mm. I think that, unfortunately, I mean, I don't know what your circumstances are, and I think that coming out is a decision that should be made emotionally, but also materially. Like if coming out is going to affect your material circumstances a lot, I wouldn't recommend it. But I do think that when you're gay and you don't want to use the apps, having a relationship is really hard if you're closet. I mm-hmm. just don't see how exactly to go about having a relationship while you're closeted, if you're not using the apps. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's anything about you. I've seen psychopaths in relationships I've seen the worst people on earth have a relationship so I don't think that is something about you as a person so it, I, I think I mean I feel you I feel also very insecure about my body and I feel like Grindr is the worst place for that mm-hmm. so you already are like on the right track knowing that Grindr because at the end of the day Grindr is a meat market and you should, you should treat it as such
0: and mm-hmm.
1: in, the, in the sense that if you're going to go into it you should be very aware of the fact that you will, if, because it's a meat market. You will have to hook up with someone around your same price point, if that makes sense. Seriously, oh like, my god! I, I know it's really rough, but it's the way gay. I mean, it's because I'm telling true. you, like, it's how gay men think. It's how gay men think. It's just the way of the game, and the the best. It's the game. The best you think you do is play the game as well as you can play the game.
0: Wow! Yeah, capitalism.
1: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah.
0: Um, so, by but, yeah, that th- line of thinking, you should start working out.
1: No, I don't think so. I think you can, I think it comes down to being honest about your place in the hookup food chain or whatever. You know what I mean? Wow. I think, yeah. I mean, there's so many parts of this question. I think the first thing is, unfortunately, deep down, I think as a gay man in the Western world, you will have to come out at some point if you want Mm -hmm. to have a relationship. And- since you're already anxious about your whole year's passing by, I it's, it's rip off the band aid like we all did. It. it fucking sucked. I hated coming out. I yeah, feel, I'm like averse to confrontation. I hate talking about my feelings, <laughs> but it just has to happen. I don't know.
0: What do you think? But also, like if this person's living at home, like coming out isn't ultimately gonna let yeah. you hook up more. That's true. Yeah. Like it sounds like you might be living at home and or in a smaller town. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's hard. Like, there are fewer of there are fewer people like you in a small town, and if you can't mm-hmm. have people over, I mean, let alone COVID, right? Then yeah, you're not gonna meet people this year or last yeah. year.
1: So it's true. Keep don't don't come out right now if you're living at home. I think yeah.
0: Well, yeah, I don't see the point. If like obviously yeah. there's something holding you back, and it seems like mm-hmm. maybe now is not the right time. Totally. And we're also all worried about relationships sex and running out of time right now so it's just very universal like Mm -hmm. no one's like happy staying still at the moment but there's Mm -hmm. i mean i don't know like learn ableton or something you know like do something else (laughs) like come up with something else
1: (laughs) (laughs) write a short fiction (laughs)
0: yeah like get into screenwriting erotica (laughs) Or even just, like, learn, like, Photoshop better. I don't know. Like, literally do anything but what you're thinking of because you can't really fix it right now. Yeah,
1: that's the point. It's really hard, but it's true.
0: But it's, like, everyone has this low-level pang of, like, loneliness and discontent and stuff about their current situation, no matter what it is. Mm -hmm. And, like, fucking deal with it. Like, do something else. Think about something else. I mean, I was joking earlier, but work out sorry, like, it's a hobby, and learn a new program or something analog, you know, draw. Like, you've got to come up with other thought processes, because otherwise you'll tear yourself down every single day. It's true. You'll kind of drag yourself relentlessly for not having a relationship in the past, when ultimately that doesn't really matter. Mm -hmm. Like, it just doesn't really matter that much. Like, you will meet someone, and so will I, (laughs) (laughs) no josh talking to himself yeah i'm talking to myself um so yeah everyone's feeling like you everyone's longing for the next thing the next stage
1: it's the worst time for this for the situation because really you can if you would live at home you really can't do much right now yeah and josh is right it's not worth risking your relationship with your fair parents if there's no upside to it if there's no hooking up i will say you're a mid-20s gay i wouldn't worry too much about the whole years passing by, I've been on grinder. I've seen men in their fifties hoeing up. You know, I think. Oh my god! Have men... you
0: met thirty-year-olds? It's crazy. Exactly. Yeah, thirty, 30 year and forty olds are crazy. Is Those are the real hoes. Insane. Yeah. 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 It's depraved. I
1: like the one advantage. <laughs> the one advantage about being a homosexual cis male is that we have like a longer span of like singledom, if that's what you choose to do. It says that we don't have to worry about are like about having kids yeah. or like we, we, our sperm will work till we're in our fifties. So don't worry about that. Don't, don't rush it. Like it's, so you're only in your mid twenties. Like literally you have like 10 more years to fuck. And yes, you might not be as hot in your forties and fifties you You're in your twenties, but I think it comes down, it comes down to just being honest about your look, like the way you look and knowing that you won't always be able to hook up with like a supermodel. Stop looking at supermodels. Stop looking at like hot, like, I don't know. Don't, Toxify your brain with those images.
0: Yeah, yeah. And you'll exactly.
1: find you'll find a nice guy to fuck. I'm sure. Like, there's tons of nice guys out there who want to fuck, who are not supermodels. But we feel you, and it's a very rough position that you've been placed in by life and COVID.
0: Yeah, I guess like maybe yeah. Hinge is the least toxic. Tinder, I find sends too many notifications and like really wants you to pay. Whereas Hinge, maybe people are looking for something longer. But again, it's like mm-hmm. it's just hard to meet up right now.
1: And so, that being said, I did say Grinder is quote-unquote a meat market, but at the same time, I did meet my boyfriend on Grinder. There's people out there on Grinder who yeah. are looking for serious relationships. Just go for those people. There's people out
0: there who want to chat, for sure. And people always say this, but relationships always happen when you're not looking for them. Snap, 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 like snap, isn't, snap. It's not advice to say that, but it's like... Not advice, but it's the team. Here's why I keep pushing fitness, because it's something to take your mind off all of the other shit. And... When you've been using your body that way, not to sound like a Peloton instructor, Sam Aldous or whatever, (laughs) Cody Ritsby, yeah, (laughs) come—it just comes through, right? Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. come up with something else. Yeah, and come up with something else, and I think you'll be happier.
1: I think you'll you'll be happy. I think you'll be fine. Don't worry too much about time passing.
0: Yeah, and make a plan. Make a plan. Well, well, listen, I'm worrying about time passing. Yes, you know, so it's like we all are. Like we're all losing that year.
1: Just make a plan for after COVID, if you can move out or if you are somehow able to come out. I think that's going to be a key factor in having a long-term relationship. If you're not out, it's going to be harder. That's my only mm-hmm. main advice. But yeah, I, I'm, I think we're done with this question. I hope we were helpful. We might not have been, but just a hard yeah. situation.
0: Maybe you wrote in feeling sorry for yourself, but it doesn't really sound that out of the ordinary to me, really. Mm-hmm. I hope that was okay. Who knows?
1: Mm. Next one. Next question. Hi, Josh and Juan. Should I be worrying about my cock size? <laughs> it's average length, above average girth. I'm in my early 20s, I've, and I have usually bottomed, but I top when I'm in the mood. I know that there's nothing I can do about it, but I was wondering if you could share some wisdom about how to feel confident in a relationship when you feel insecure about your dong. <laughs> Sign, penis envy. Thanks, Penis Envy, for this question. Thanks, Penis Envy.
0: Yes, I think you should worry about your cock size.
1: Oh, my God. (laughs) I think every
0: man should. I think it's the least we could do, okay?
1: (laughs) This is toxic advice. Don't (laughs) listen to what Josh is saying right now. No, I'm joking. I mean, it's inevitable. Listen, we've all, cis we've men.
0: About cis men deserve to be taken down a peg. <laughs> Worry about your dong, okay?
1: <laughs> Actually, I got an email about penis enlargement. Maybe I can forward it to you. I'm joking.
0: Pop that in the episode notes. <laughs> I mean, it's what I'm alluding to, right? Like, everyone thinks about that, but it sounds like you top and you enjoy it, so.
1: No, he bottoms. He's oh. top sometimes. She's in his early twenties oh, and I usually, usually bottom, but I top. But he when tops in the when mood. he's
0: in the mood. Like all you can hope yeah. for is Top it when you're in the mood. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't I don't know I don't know what to tell you, listener, writer. I
1: think at least they're very self aware about the fact that it is not changeable. Now once you <laughs> acknowledge that, it's like a big step. Like the fact that he can't really grow his penis further.
0: Can't really grow? <laughs> I think you're like downplaying the situation a little bit.
1: <laughs> also, at the end of the day, I mean, you might. I feel like if you're anonymous, you're probably gonna. You're probably actually being honest about it. Average length and above average girth is above average. That's you. <laughs> that's a, that's a victory already. Like, be thankful it is not below average. That being wow. said, if you're worried about relationships, I wouldn't worry that much actually, because in relationships, you don't always want a humongous monster cock like. When it comes to relationships, you kind of want something that is comfortable. I'm talking about like from the bottom's perspective, something that is easier to put in your butt. You don't want it like a ten-inch <sighs> dick every day. So, in a way, having an average-sized cog is what they call a boyfriend cock. So, for oh. for a relationship, I wouldn't worry too much about that.
0: That's what I need. Right?
1: A boyfriend <sighs> cock.
0: A boyfriend hole. <laughs> Wistful. <laughs> no, of course I'm kidding. Yeah, whatever. Wisdom though? I don't know if that's the right podcast. <laughs> what wisdom? What? 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 <laughs> he wants us to share some wisdom. It um, doesn't sound like you have to be um self conscious though. You honestly sound like you know what you want already and you're kind of getting what you want even sexually, so
1: Yeah, you're having sex. So I feel like think- I
0: don't yeah, them. I don't know what you want me to tell you. Like you you kinda no. got it going on. <laughs> <laughs> like stop bragging
1: <laughs> <laughs> the question is like no, no. Mo- like listen most people also most people will feel unless you have like a 10 inch dick you'll feel like oh my dick could be bigger <laughs> but i wouldn't worry too much also I-, I wrote this out in my notes i said work the curve uh, oh, so wow. if, <laughs> if your penis is curved uh this is like very technical advice if your penis is curved upwards do missionary or have the bottom on top. If your cur- if your penis is curved downwards, do doggy style, and oh. that'll like raise your chances of hitting the prostate, which is really all that matters. The other thing, when you're having gay sex, you don't need a humongous cock because the prostate is not that far off. Yeah. Unless you're dating like a methed out size queen, it doesn't really matter if you don't have a humongous cock. Just hit the prostate. You can even do that with your finger. So I really wouldn't worry that much, specifically Hmm. about dating. I wouldn't worry that much about it. Like, unless you're dating, if you're dating someone who's that obsessed about a huge cock, just don't date that person. They're not going to be right
0: person. Right. Yeah. 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 Top when you're in the mood and, like, lean into the mood. Like, you know, Mm. make it your passion. You know, like, feel like an expert. Like, really lean into being a top. T-T-T. Like a service top, you know? Like really like... Yeah, people love that. to please, you know? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And it can be really hot, honestly.
0: Well. <laughs> <laughs> I think the podcast <laughs> just took a turn for the H word.
1: <laughs> um, yeah. one's pulling so, at his collar. <laughs> I do think... <laughs> I think we already said everything. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Don't I worry Stop watching porn. We told someone earlier to watch porn, but I'm telling this person to stop watching porn. Could because was we tell gonna that make to you? The nude person.
0: Oh right. Yeah, yeah, just josh it every once in a while. Yeah. So he he
1: should watch porn, but you don't watch porn because porn will make you insecure about your cock size. Yeah. And then yeah, compensate if you feel like you're not hitting like hitting it as well as you could if you had a ten inch. Talk, then eat that ass out for for you, for you years. Bottoms love that. Um, work the curve, as I said. Use your fingers. love
0: <laughs> that shape. I'll work the curve is something I've never heard, but will be saying from now on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what if it's not a curve? Then I don't know what to tell you then.
0: It's a little bit up for me, but not that much. It's
1: upwards too. Yeah, yeah, not that much out of it. Yeah. I've never, I think it's
0: the most common. I don't think I've ever seen a downward.
1: Only in porn, actually, yeah.
0: I can picture one, yeah, but I don't think I've ever seen one. Okay. Thank you for listening to our Cock Talk listener. Next up.
1: Thank you, Penis Envy, for your question.
0: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Also, thank you for naming yourself. Genius. Yeah,
1: that's really funny. (laughs) Unafraid
0: to reference. Okay. (laughs) Hey, Juan and Josh, love the pod. Let me just preface this by saying that if this question is too intense or too long or whatever, please feel free to skip it. Would never even dream of that. Would never. I am a gay dude in my mid to late 20s. Okay, sounds familiar. And I feel (laughs) like I was never able. Actually, sorry, this is serious. And I feel like I was never able to get over the trauma of being made fun of by guys when I was younger. And as far as a father figure, my dad had completely tuned out by the time I was six or seven. I was pretty much raised and socialized without men. And to this day, men really freak me out. I'm honestly scared of them, especially the more attractive and masculine they are. It seems like something most gay men grow out of and get over in time, but I feel way behind and stuck in this adolescent stage, to a degree that I'm frightened I'm doomed to be a solidified incel. Beautiful prose. (laughs) Yeah, honestly, yeah. I've only had two boyfriends, both from many years back. Grinder freaks me out. I've really sure. only used it a couple of times when I've been super wasted and mostly with gross older dudes. <laughs> so the the idea of hooking up with a hot guy my age freaks me out to my core, but obviously that's what I would like the most. Mm-hmm. If you have any advice on how to get out of this or if you could speak on your experience of how you've dealt with these feelings, I'd be super grateful. Many thanks. Okay, big one.
1: This one's a big one, yeah. A very complicated one.
0: Basically fear of men, frankly.
1: Yeah, it starts off by describing sort of like a fear and security around attractive men of his age and not having father figures and not getting over bullied not getting over being bullied as a teenager. Hmm. Hmm, hmm. hmm. Let's put our brains together for this one. I think we all haven't been able or not all, but a lot of us haven't been able to get over the bullying of our teenage years. So that's normal, unhealthy. So that's a start. Don't feel ashamed by that, those feelings of like, I guess like arrested development and like still feeling adolescent, like hmm. don't feel ashamed about it, but recognize them. And then the next step would be like, how do we get over them?
0: Right. Right. Yeah. And like hooking up with older dudes, some people are into that, but the only experience I have with it is friends of mine who, like you, are afraid of people their own age.
1: Mm.
0: A listener, actually, I was talking to today who historically has hooked up with older men was saying that he just feels like older men have more to offer in Mm. terms of, I don't know, life experience, basically. Like, Mm. he feels more on that level. Not that he's a genius. He's not saying that. Mm. But it's just there's more to learn from older men. So I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing, but you do say gross. Yeah. So that's like not going to be helping you. Is it, I think you're on the no. right path about grinder, freaking you out. It's really useful, but it's like expert level. It's like, it's like if you're choosing the difficulty of the game of life, it's like expert, <laughs> you know, and it's just like not for everyone. Yeah. And it's so, it's, it can so easily turn either negative or dark or pick a negative adjective, basically. Mm-hmm. So you're on the same. You're on the right path with that. I'm kind of picking this apart one by one. I apologize, yeah. but in terms of only two boyfriends, join the club. That's like a decent that's number, normal. I think. Yeah. I right. um. I remember growing up. Only my like straight girlfriends had more than that.
1: Exactly. You know. Yeah. Because bear in mind that as gay guys, we started dating in our 20s. So
0: probably yeah. Two most.
1: two is two. I think is normal. Yeah.
0: And also yeah, from years back, like what happened to boyfriends? Speaking. For myself, <laughs> like where did they go? So don't worry about that. Being afraid of men, like
1: I think, that's the hardest part about this question. It sounds like something
0: feasible for gay men to go through, but I can't. I like I can't relate really. Mm. Like I don't think it's really as typical as you're making it seem. To be honest,
1: I think it it is. I I've resonated with that at least. Being in... af- okay,
0: but. Like obviously, sometimes you're anxious around hot guys, like I don't really think yeah. that's what he's referring to.
1: I think it might be you no know? because he's like, I mean it's different I didn't i I grew up with like my dad was around until I moved out, so I guess I've had a father figure, but i I guess you're right, I guess it's just like a normal anxiety of like being around someone more attractive than you that's always gonna make you anxious. I guess the question that I would ask the listener or the listener should ask to himself as you're listening to this episode is, do you have gay friends? Gay guy friends are always a good stepping stone into becoming more comfortable around guys. Yes, I think it's really crucial if you're a gay guy. I mean, hags and girlies are super fun and it is crucial that you have girlfriends as a guy, for sure. Yeah. But as a gay guy, you should also have a couple of gay guy friends and that can start even in the, in the internet. There's so many people out there who are like willing to just chat on Tumblr, Twitter,
0: whatever. It can start on a the Discord. Tip. The Hollow yeah. singles Discord. And in fact, it should. So I hope you're already on there.
1: Yeah. T- I think it is like, yeah, like start with making friends. Yeah. Because realistically, what advice can we give you? We can't give you the advice to escape men for the rest of your life. No. no. That would be irresponsible. So what's the solution? Deal with your problems face on. Right? That's the only, that's the only path forward. The way to do that, deal with men. Get yourself in situations where you are where you are around men, whether it be because you have a, a gay friend or if you're, yeah, I guess I don't know. I don't know what else they can do. Maybe hook up with people, not through Grindr, but sort of find ways. I think that what you said Fine earlier is key, t, is key too, that I don't think because they're older, they have to be gross. Like I've hooked up with a lot of older men who I find to be incredibly attractive. Right. And that's a thing that then can happen for sure.
0: That's a thing know. that can happen for sure. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, yeah, I'm just like I'm focusing a little more heavily on, I guess the trauma hmm. and the fear of men. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think he would phrase it that way if it wasn't a little bit more than like a bit more yeah anxiety. So ultimately I am going to go ahead and suggest therapy and not in a, not in a like smug or like um way, but it just sounds like it would have really helped, you know? Yeah. Like you can talk to your friends about this kind of stuff too, but I don't really find friends have a ton of time for things like that, like to discuss trauma. So friends can only get you so far in terms of like working through stuff. Mm-hmm. But Yes, it would help to have some gay one gay friends, but you need to talk it out with someone, I think. Like I I, that's true. I think you kinda can't avoid that. Yeah. Um and yeah, of course they get anxious, but yeah. You
1: know. Yeah. We both agree though about you can let this keep going on whether it be on your own or with a therapist, you have to work through your fear. It's a whole gender. It's a whole fifty percent of the population. Yeah. So it is really, I think, crucial that for you to move forward to Yeah. Yeah, I think I think you're right about therapy. I think that when it comes to something as i been more traumatic than like your casual anxiety of hot of being around hot dudes, a professional is probably the best way to go.
0: And we can talk about like being nervous around straight guys, because I feel like there's a code switching that happens
1: oh, in that yeah. case.
0: And that's kind of also, that's definitely normal, but that's not really rooted in, you know what, it definitely is rooted in fear, now that I think about it, but it's, I don't think it's, yeah. for some reason, I don't think it's the fear this person's talking about. Um, code switching is essential, but it's like... Yeah, it's it's, it's the grease. It's uh, more than that, it sounds like.
1: I think you're right. I think that it's the degree, there's degrees the to it. Like, we all as gay guys, we all deal with this like anxiety around straight dudes, but it does sound like the listener in question is a bit more debilitating or like a bit more like intense. Yeah. So, yeah, in that case, like, especially because, yeah, like, as much as my dad was like pretty absent and didn't give a fuck about me because I'm the youngest one, he was around the other day. So, I feel like if your dad was not there after seven, it does make things harder. You just don't have an example on how to act around men. Hmm. Um so yeah maybe maybe the best way to do about it. But yeah, thanks for asking us. That's very vulnerable. So that's really I'm really happy that you were willing to share that with us. Hopefully that was helpful.
0: Yeah thank you for asking. Mm -hmm. And I hope it helped. Even a tiny
1: bit. Okay. Next Okay, so the next question, we're gonna give a bit more casual. We're almost done. So we're like winding down a bit. The next question goes as follows. Okay. Let's say you go over to a boy's place to hook up. Okay. I'm following so far. <laughs> he, turns, he turns on his Bluetooth speaker and throws on some music. What songs slash artist slash album makes you leave before you take your clothes off? <laughs> <laughs> uh, music, period. I don't like to hook up with music.
0: Oh, I was going to say that. Yeah. I guess we've maybe oh, mentioned really, this yeah. before. I can't. Yeah, I don't like a music vibe either. I've done it in the past. I've had... I've done it in the past. Music hookups. Um, But that's all I think about. Like, all I think about is what's on. Yeah, I
1: I had this really awful... Not awful, like, the sex was good that night, but it was this, like, weird experience where, like, this was, like, 2014 and I was having sex with someone and the same FK Twig song was like on it was like oh from the EP so it was like the same four playing over like I don't know it was like this I just remember the memory of like one FK Twigs playing over and oh over God. and over and FK Twig is not like
0: chill it's not like elevator music it was like intense that's the thing though like guys who put on music always are putting on shit like that <laughs> like the full <laughs> ARCO album or like yeah. <laughs> and
1: we both thought ARCO yeah <laughs>
0: No, I prefer nothing. One time I turned down a guy's Bluetooth speaker to, like, level one. Like, you could barely hear it. It <laughs> just, like, whispers. It was, like, Tanache and, like, Dua Lipa vibes. But I was like, no, it's just it's just too corny. Like, turn it off. And that's I think that. it,
1: does, it does make it a bit more performative when there's music around. And even without subconsciously, I feel like if there's, like, pop music playing in the back, I'm going to, like, act it out or something.
0: Right, totally. And I think plenty of guys are acting out during sex, sex. anyway. Yeah, that's Like, safe. I think when you're on those apps, Period. like, people who are good at those apps are, like, they've got their routine down. The, 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 like, the, 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 from how they greet you to what they do literally. during it to everything, yeah.
1: How they open the door. Yes. How they call you a cogsucker. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, okay, I'm, I'm joking. Okay, um, slay mama. Slay mama. No, I think... I I am thinking though sometimes music is necessary if you they have roommates.
0: Yeah, good point. Yeah, good point to myself. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Taylor Swift I but, wouldn't be able to handle but that's yeah, all Yeah, Taylor is. Swift
1: no anything too depressing. I wrote down anything too messy I would walk out. Anything too like Morolandish,
0: land-ish you yes know? yes yeah. like true edm <laughs> yeah, yeah and yeah. that happens like sometimes you walk in back in the day at least and it's like porn is on the tv yeah <laughs> and there's like a fucking hue bulb oh shit <laughs> that's when you have to leave
1: like like i don't even know like I'm trying to think of names, like a David Guetta Rihanna remix. Not even David Guetta, I'm like underselling him. But yeah, like the the one, if I had to choose one music genre that I would be like, I would walk out, it's like the teen up hearty kind of music. They're like, I remember once I walked into, when I lived in Toronto, I walked into like an apartment and it was like blasting reggaeton. The guy was like Colombian, I think, or Hispanic. I can't remember from where. And it was blasting like reggaeton remixes. And I felt like this is the Latino equivalent to... The mech, the messy music that I'm thinking yeah. of. Yeah, I went through it, but I wasn't happy. <laughs> so I was like, I need to leave soon.
0: But yeah. I know those vibes. Like it can just turn on a dime. Yeah. You know, you walk in and it's like, yeah. oh, that's what's happening. Like, yeah, that's why you've been on grinder for two days straight. <laughs> you know.
1: You can really kill a boner, I think. Too everyone who's like, the-
0: everyone who was like afraid of the apps in this episode is totally justified.
1: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Like,
0: Grinder is not deleted, but like hidden from my home screen. If you know what I mean. Team. Tinder's fully deleted. I have a note on my bio that's like, "Add me on Insta." Mm. And Hinge notifications are off. It's like, yeah, you gotta do what you gotta do. Like these people are ultimately on these apps a fucking lot, considering it's a global pandemic. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like they're not always mentally all there.
1: I, I do think, yeah, if you are horny, which is something that does happen to human beings. And you have to use apps. Use them in a way that you can find like a steady, like a fuck friend or whatever. You know, that's the best way to use those apps. Find like a steady person that you can, you can get their number after. That way, you don't even have to go on the grid. But that wasn't the question. Why are we talking about this? Yeah. No, we're not talking Uh, about anything
0: now. Yeah. yeah. First of all, I need a tutorial from you on how to make that happen for me. So that's for the (laughs) post show. (laughs) Should be easy for you as a top. No one wants to meet up. To be honest.
1: Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, nobody's
0: like, to up yet. In Toronto at least it's yeah, it's not happening. And I'm at peace with that. Today at least, might not be tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> Next <laughs> when question. Which is your cough tomorrow you'll be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Next question. Also music related, which is mm-hmm. frankly adorable and on topic. Yeah, exactly. Which pop songs do you associate with your own experiences of falling in love? Ooh. This is triggering. Do I remember that? Hmm.
1: I wrote three down specifically that I remember. I'm sure there's okay. some more. Shoot. The first one, and this is gonna make me seem psychotic, but the first one is "Losing You" by Solange. The first boy that I was ever like actually in love with. We we're not. We were not even in a relationship, but I. I do think I can say nowadays that I was in love with him. I only realized that I was in love with him when the song came. Not. Not like they didn't happen at the moment, but the song came on. And I realized, right, if I lost him, quote unquote, I would be really sad. Oh, wow. You know what I mean? Like, I anticipated. It wasn't even love through love, but love through the thought of losing the loved one, which is probably so toxic to have, to think like that. Right. But yeah, the first one was Losing You by Solange. My first boyfriend, this is so corny, but I remember a very specific moment when we were in his living room and Brooklyn Baby by Lando Ray came on. I don't know who put it. And we were, like, dancing in the living room to that. And that was, like, okay, maybe we love
0: each other. That was really cute. Wow. You're, like, good at this question. Holy shit.
1: I thought about it. I thought about it.
0: it I just, I'm, it. I'm honestly a little bit shocked you have memories of feeling that feeling in during room. music.
1: Well, because they're, like, I don't think these are the moments when I realized I was in love. i th- I think I thought it, I'm cheating. I thought it more, <sighs> like, which music memories do I have first? that yeah. remind me of this particular person
0: yeah okay yeah
1: yeah so like i remember this i don't think that's the moment i realized i was in love with him but this song reminds me of him because of that moment and makes mean yes sense. that was my first like serious relationship and those then those this one, moments yeah there are really cute moments with this one i realized or like i had the first experience of that was uh with i belong in your arms by chairlift Mm. Hmm. With the boyfriend that I'm dating right now, it's like, okay. Oh my God! Really? You.
0: That song? That's such a cute song. It's such a cute song. Yeah. That's a really cute three pronged answer. So, kudos to your exes. It's the boys that I've loved in my life. To all the boys I've loved, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, okay, it's like grim for me I've a bit. To all the boys you sucked. You've <laughs> cock sucked. Um. Okay. So for me, it's more like. I feel like I have an album for each of my exes that I can't listen to anymore. Like, that's where we differ. You're right. So, although it doesn't feel like songs I associate with love now, it definitely was that then. And for mm-hmm. me in particular, I only have one written down, and it's mm-hmm. the Kelly Rowland album, Talk a Good Game, which I've talked about on the pod before. Mm-hmm. Front so to the back. With
1: kisses down, low.
0: Sure is, yeah. Mm. Red Wine, um, Skywalker, with I Believe Jeremiah. I'm forgetting now because it's been so long. That album was 2014, so it was my first-ish ex. First boyfriend, let's call it. I mean, be romantic for a second. <laughs> and, um, yeah, we loved that album together. And, oh, that's cute. Yeah, we really loved it. And I, uh, I haven't listened to it in a long time, actually, but... You should listen yeah. to it tonight. No, that's going to be depressing. I'm sure it doesn't sound great. Like it, like 2014 is not a great time to create R and B and listen to it, it in 2021.
1: Yeah, uh, high key. Mike will made it. Well, he produced that album. Right yeah.
0: Now. Well, actually, kisses down, kisses Town low. I'm sure it sounds great. Oh but yeah. The rest of it. Who knows? Honestly, who knows? I can't tell you. But it's a good album. Down
1: low is a fucking certified classic. Yeah. Yeah. It's so fucking good. Yeah. <laughs>
0: It's a 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. But that is that.
1: That is that. There, There's a boy I'm missing out, but I don't really have any songs with him. Maybe Charlie, because that was when I was living in Toronto and had an internet relationship, and I listened to a lot of Charlie, but not with him, so I don't
0: know. Right. Yeah. Well, we have one question left, and then we have to go.
1: Mm-hmm. What is it?
0: Here's what it is. First of all, to interject, what does QFTC mean? In this question. Okay, honest question, question for the, the fuck. chat. Justin, for the question for the chat? I don't think so.
1: I Googled it and I got Quebec film and television. Council. I got that too. <laughs> <laughs> really? In Toronto, in Ontario? That's funny.
0: Some Quebec thing, yeah. yeah okay, anyway, it's honest QFTC. Question for the chat is a good guess, I think. That's a really good guess, yeah. Honest question, let's call it. When you bottom a lot, do you lose the ability to hold a fart? Sorry, listener. (laughs) I know it might seem stupid, but that is one of my biggest concerns when it comes to anal sex. Like, I don't want a temporary pleasure to cause me permanent damage. I'm crying. I'm like crying tears of blood. I keep picturing myself sneezing and letting a fart out in the middle of work or something like that. And then you shard yourself? Thanks, love you guys. Short answer, no. I mean, Jesus no, I Christ. I don't think so. I
1: don't think so. Like, in the long term, that,
0: I mean, I don't know, unless you're fisting. What, like, homophobic form did you get that from? <laughs> like, what websites are you going on? Like, 4 I mean, I
1: I will say that after you bottom your ass feels a bit different, I guess, and shitting feels different, but it's never going to stop your ability from holding your poop and your farts in I don't think so (laughs) but also like
0: parents just fart more like do you think they're all parents rimming like old people just (laughs) fucking do that (laughs) yeah that's the the (laughs) like what do you think they're doing not anal (laughs) like that's not the causation is what I'm trying to say I don't think so yeah no I will say this I did do some scientific research
1: oh great
0: (laughs) I looked at studies there are tons of studies from 2016 and headlines of these studies that come up when you Google these keywords, and they're all like, "Yes, it causes incontinence." Isn't that fucking crazy? There are tons. Maybe it is true. It's not true because then there's a Vice article from later in 2016. Oh, Okay, so like,
1: Vice is telling you that it's not true.
0: Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> hello. How many like things about drugs did you learn from Vice when you were a Nothing. teen? Like, Vice knows what's happening. <laughs> Vice parses the data, Yeah, sure. Anyways, basically what Vice says, and it was a PhD, as the writer's credit, okay? Oh, okay, okay, never mind. I did note that, and you don't have a PhD yet, so you can't say shit about PhDs. (laughs) So, I will say this. Mm. The studies confirmed that it was of men. Men who have bottomed had a... Had a, had a lighter pressure, anal resting pressure, than guys who had never bottomed. And what the vice PhD doctor says <laughs> said was, ultimately, it doesn't prove causation. All it proves is the guys who were being probed, who had bottomed before, were more comfortable being probed that's all that confirms Uh, of
1: course yeah 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 oh
0: oh my god all that confirms is they've had shit up there before you know yeah if you've never had shit up there before oh my god you're gonna clench you're gonna like so yeah there is like a percentage difference of like tightness is and that's what they're kind of that's what the studies were kind of measuring and yeah no fucking shit not to be crass
1: (laughs) not to be no pun intended no fucking shit (laughs) I don't think I don't think that's a thing I've heard actually a lot of but yeah again like homophobic myths of like yeah. Yeah, like of, of stories of people shitting their pants because they like got fucked so much.
0: I've like heard I've heard that too. That's weird. Yeah, like in weird, in grade yeah. school though.
1: I heard that in Colombia actually. Isn't that weird? Like a transnational myth. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Honestly, all of those things are transnational. Yeah, that's true. Like all those yeah. folk tales really get around. Like the story so of the
1: girl who put a, like a hot dog up her vagina and then it broke in half and then she had to go to the doctor and a take a what, a
0: her vagina? A hot dog. Okay, that's a new one. To okay. <laughs> Fuck. Maybe okay, it's that Colombian might be based. distinctly <laughs> Colombian. Yeah.
1: Much like the hot dog, the story is this thing in the Colombian. Oh
0: my <laughs> I'm god! Joking, the hot dog is not Colombian. Um, hot local
1: dog. But yeah, don't. This is not medical advice, but we are highly doubtful that bottoming is going to affect your ability to hold on farts. And I will say, farting is normal, so you shouldn't even be worrying about that. Just fart away.
0: I don't know what you mean by that. Oh uh, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, the Vice article was like, honestly, fucking for once worry about HIV instead of having a loose asshole. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. shouldn't you be worried about Shouldn't you be worried about paying rent? <laughs> <laughs> All these people about talking that. about loose assholes when they should be talking about losing their jobs.
1: <laughs> no. Not dying that it's yes, funny. So yeah, maybe Maybe our next our next um, question episode can be about finances and, and employment. Yeah,
0: definitely. I think we should go in that direction. That mm-hmm. sounds
1: good. Susie Orman tease of like, don't buy it yet. That's perfect. Hope you enjoyed this. We were very vulnerable. We shared we a, a lot about our own love and sex lives.
0: That's true, yeah. Yeah. I hope it helped to the people who wrote in. I hope you all message us back on the same ask form with any updates because I want to do this again. And I think Juan probably agrees. Yeah, it was fun.
1: We've never done a question episode um, like this. It was really fun to be able to do that.
0: So we hope you are all less, I don't know, longing, Mm -hmm. (laughs) less longing than before, less lonely than before. We're all in it together. Yeah. In love and life. <laughs> and podcasting. And po- love life and, and podcasting.
1: And all I have to say is you survived the New Year, so you'll survive Valentine's Day. Yeah. And then right. next year we'll come out with a vengeance and fuck all the way until our assholes are loose and collapsed.
0: Yeah, yeah. Gonna be shitting everywhere. <laughs>
1: 2022, the year of shitting everywhere. <laughs> But for
0: for a good cause, for the cause
1: of pleasure of the prostate.
0: Pleasure of the pod. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Well, that said, I think it's the right time to cut it before we get sillier. Yeah, we really earned our explicit tag this week. Oh, do we get that? Yeah, we do. Oh, crazy. Don't forget that we have a Hot and Local episode coming out shortly, Mm -hmm. so keep an eye out for that subscribe on patreon you get extended cuts of these episodes and bonus episodes too
1: tons of bonus episodes
0: and thank you if you already are subscribed because like juan said in the pre-show you're kind of everything
1: yeah you're literally making it possible for everyone else so yeah yeah
0: that is tea and join the discord too maybe join the discord too maybe (laughs) to echo a friend and a co-host and yeah we'll see you soon
1: We'll see you very soon. Bye. Bye.